Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. Now this is what I've got on my heart. I'm in Psalm 142. And I'm going to read about, uh, uh, sorry, Becky, I told you three verses, but I'm going to read four, four verses on this and give you the title. And don't turn, don't turn me off when, you, when I give you the title of this now. You found Psalm 142? Starting in verse number one. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. With my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I'll, I'll come back to that in a minute. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path. In the way wherein I walked, have they privately laid a snare for me? I looked on my right hand and beheld, but there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. Father, I love you. Thank you for this night and for this place and these good people. And it's a joy to have Randy and Pam back with us tonight, Lord. It's just not the same without them. Those good things happened here already tonight in the prayer room, in the gathering before church, God in the fellowship. God, the sweet singing tonight, it's just a joy. I, I know who holds tomorrow. Praise God, I've talked to you all day on and off, and it's me again, Lord. So fill my mouth and guard my tongue. God, I love these people. I, I didn't come to whip up on anybody. I, I just come to preach. And the Holy Ghost, <laughs> I pray the Holy Ghost do what he does. And you be glorified in everything I say and do. I praise you and ask it in the king's name, Jesus. Amen. And amen. I want to... Uh, I want to preach tonight on this thought. I don't care. I try not to use that term in preaching. I've in in years past, in my earlier years, I'd, I'd say, "Well, I don't care where you've been. I don't care how bad you've been." But I do care, and I try not to use that statement. Now, I've tried to break myself from that, and I say it doesn't matter where you've been or what you've been involved in, because I do care. And I think all of us as the children of God in here tonight would say, well, we care. But now we see a few things concerning David here, and I'll see how this goes. But number one, we see David's cry. And he's crying with his voice. He's making a supplication with his very tongue. He's not thinking it in his heart. It's not a silent prayer or a moment of silence. 
It's a moment of desperation and he is crying, hey, to the Lord with his voice. Lord, hear me. I got a prayer that needs an answer. I think that's how the Lord expects us to pray. Now, I had some that's critical of us because we all pray at the same time. Pray out loud. They said, you, you bunch of free wills kill me. Everybody gets up there and prays at the same time out loud. I can't understand nothing's anybody saying. I said, we ain't talking to you. Not talking to them. If you're listening to me pray, friend, you, you, you're spending your will. You're supposed to be praying yourself. You talk to God with your voice. Cry to him with your voice and your supplication. Let the Lord know where you're at. And then it don't always have to be joyful. It wasn't only his cry, but we see what his cry was. It was a complaint. I tell you, he is the complaint department. You got something bothering you? Take it to the Lord. He can do something about it. We complain to people. We all not complain to people. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. You may complain to somebody and bring them plumb down. They was way up here and all of a sudden you start whining. Next thing you know, they're plumb down. But boy, we like to complain. I, God help me, I complained about the weather today. I said it in a negative way. It's cold outside. I don't like the cold. Shouldn't complain. He gave me a big warm coat to wear, Brother Donnie. Praise God, I could have. I tell you, I'm talking about that homeless guy. Brother Carl, that just killed me. I leaned over and told Gabe, I said, how do they live? How do they live? I'd be dead by four morning. If I was outside, I'd be dead four morning. God wants your complaints. Just bring it to him. Cast your care on him. He careth for you. Hey, the complaint department. David gave his complaint. In, in verse number three, three, then, we see his condition. Hey, it's gotten bad. His circumstance. Not his condition, but his circumstance. They're laying the, the snare for him. Somebody's wanting to hurt him. Now, most Bible scholars believe this happened during the time of David's uh, hiding in the cave when he was running from Saul. But something I seen, Randy, that got on me this morning as I was reading this. I looked on my right hand. Do you know who's on the right hand? Yeah, Christ's on the right hand. But and it's and it is, it is the place in in Hebrew in 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 Hebrew uh, custom. The man on the right hand's your very choice man. So you're looking. He's looking to his right. He's looking for his confidant. He's looking for some help. And you know what? They wasn't there. Now, in my mind, I twist like this, Brother Jerry. Sometimes we get to looking for them and we think they'll be there, but they, they might not be there. But you know why David said they wasn't there? Because they didn't care. Now I know everybody can't be in church all the time. 
And I want to thank you for being here on a Wednesday night. So you the people that's going to make this thing happen. And I could preach this, and I don't know why God didn't give me this for Sunday morning, because I thought it'd be an excellent Sunday morning message. Because if you're here on Wednesday night, surely you care. But maybe God's given this for somebody that's watching on the internet tonight, or hear this thing down the road. I don't know. That's how God works. I've decided. He works in ways I don't understand. His ways aren't my ways. It's way far above me. I don't understand the way God does it. I just know that whatever he does is right. I'm reading Job, by the way. That book will help you. And he said, no man cared. Well, how would we know that? Well, we'd examine ourselves to see if we do care. Now, there's no doubt we cared about coming to church tonight. Randy's ecstatic about being able to be in church tonight. He cared. He cares for you. And I know we care for him. We care for Pam. We say Randy all the time. But if we're saying Randy, we're saying Pam as well. These two are one. We don't miss, and I ain't being ugly, but we don't miss him any more than we miss her. But we examine ourselves, and if we're not careful, the evidence will show whether we care or not. And I'm going to give you three things the Holy Ghost whispered to me talking to Josh Ward this morning via text message. And here's what God gave me at the table this morning. I'm just going to throw three little things at you, and we'll go home. Put our big coats on and go get in the car. Sometimes we're too bold to care. Now you stay with me on that. When I speak of boldness, I'm talking about boldness as confidence. Confidence. Not in him, in us. We get too confident in ourselves. It's bad. And we begin to care more for us. Than we do for them. If I'm going to take my example from Jesus. (laughs) Well glory. He never cared for himself. More than he cared for me. Christ. God. Manifest in the flesh. Never cared for himself. More than he cared for me. He had the right for confidence. He had the right to be bold. But he always cared for us. Let's be careful in that. So I don't know where you'd get any scripture on that. Well in Deuteronomy. And this is what Joshua. I was talking about. He said. He said. Do you remember the first message you preached. And that somehow it come to me this morning. 26 years ago when I preached on this thought. Goodly houses or godly houses. And he got saved. Five people got saved. First message. Official message. I'd been preaching, leading, singing for two years. But the first official message. Five people got saved. And this was the scripture I used. was in Deuteronomy 8 and 12 through 14. He said, lest when we build, we dwell in our goodly houses. 
that we forget God. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying that we live so, we live in such a, a place. We are so confident in ourselves. We've got good jobs and good homes, and that's that another thing about the homeless guy. I don't understand how anybody can be homeless in America. But God, be careful not to be too. Look, sometimes we're too bold to care. It's not only in, in our success we can be confident, but we can be confident in our own strength. And in the last in the last three years, Randy now and me before him, I've learned that uh, that this body is not always going to be what it was, even just fifteen years ago. Even Dennis Bilbrey's going to wake up one of these days and have something wrong. It's just how it is. Our strength will fail us. But look here. If we're following, it, 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 it's for sure fail us if we're not following the path of God. We'll be like Samson. Remember what he, he said? I'll, when the enemy showed up, I'll just go out and shake myself like I did at times before. And he knew not that the Lord had departed from him. He went out there. They said, the Philistines are up on you. I'll just whip them, I've whipped them before. I'm telling you, ain't none of us can whip anything without the power of God on us. If it wasn't for God, the devil would have killed everybody in this building tonight. But I know, praise God, that in Christ, I can do all things. Don't get too bold. Don't get too bold. Uh, this mess that's just come to me. Uh, Ed Blue preaching. The old big Indian. I just met him a couple times. And I only heard him preach once in, in Pigeon Forge. Live. But I heard him on a lot of CDs. And Ed said that he preached that message that time. Got in a big way. He hadn't been preaching long. He's big, long, and lanky. Said he jumped up and said, come on, devil. Said he's in a big way preaching. Said this old man sitting on the front row. Said church is over and said he come. He said, hey, son, come out here. Said, I need to talk to you. He said, I thought he's going to pat me on the back. Tell me what kind of message that was. He said, people just flooded the altar. He thought, man, I was stepping on the clouds. He said, that old man got me around the building, took me by the arm and said, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard in my life. Don't you ever invite the devil, bud. You don't want him to show up. You draw nigh to God and let God draw nigh to you and you resist the devil and then he'll flee from you is what the book said. You Don't you give a place to the devil. He'll slap you silly is what he'll do. Don't you get too bold. Listen, you, we got to care but we, if we're not careful, we'll be too bold. You say that can't happen to my family. You're inviting him in right then. Number two. Now I don't want you to be, be offended in this. I'm, I was research. I thought, God, did surely you're? I'm wrong here. Some's too bold to care, and some's too old to care. So now you're throwing off on the old people. 
No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying some been saved a long time. Jewel set it up tonight. Jewel set it up not 58 years. 50 for me. I saved an 11-year-old boy. I'm 61 years old. Some been saved for a long time. And if we're not careful, that desire that was there. Randall reminds me of myself so much when he gets up to lead the singing. I just used to do the same. I'd preach. I'd, I'd sing a verse of song and preach for about five minutes. Tammy, Tammy uh, Peters, Del, Delmer's daughter, catch me after church. You ever think about preaching? I'd say, I'm no preacher. I'm just leading the singing. Oh, you're doing a pretty good job up there today preaching. Lead a verse, preach five minutes. Took forever to get through the congregation singing. First Samuel chapter 2, there's a story in there about Eli and Eli's sons. Eli's sons was doing stuff that's just ungodly and wasn't right. And you know what? Eli didn't say a thing about it. And you know what the Lord said about it? He said, he said, honorest thy sons above me. Do you honor your children above me? Is that what you're doing? Well, my wife even said, you used to be hard as bricks. Said, you got pretty tender in your old age. Softened up on some things. If we're not careful. Say, well, I care, do we? Hello. Randy, I wish I was a cutting the pie and the honey treats for you tonight, brother. But here's what we got. If we're not careful. What, what, we, it's, it's not only our desire that diminishes in our age, but it's our, I think this is, I think this is the, maybe the most profound thought I had today. It's our determination. Because after going up that step once or twice, hey, I, just, I just won't go up that step no more. It's not worth the effort. Be careful. I'm talking to the young people tonight. One of these days, you won't believe this, but one of these days you'll be as old as I am with white hair. And some of you won't even have any hair. You'll have sore backs and dimmed eyes. I couldn't believe it. I was driving down the road. I'll never forget this. I was still working at Crossville Ceramics. Drove down the road one day and I seen this sign up there and I went, What's that say? I thought, man, these migraines are messing my, I can't see. Must be getting a migraine. No, you just got to the age where you can't see what you once did. Don't shout me down yet. If you come back Sunday, I'll beg God for the honey tree Sunday morning, but I ain't making no promises. You're not thinking it. But sometimes you get in this thing and we've been in it. And we know what we're going to do when we get here. We know how it's going to go when we get here. We've done the same thing. We're going to sing three songs. Somebody's going to sing a special. Brother Mike's going to get up and preach and yell and carry on for a few minutes. And we're going to go to the house. And sometimes if we're not careful, we get in that. When Harv Daly come up here the other night and looked at them big old eyes, I'm going to tell you. That stirred something down in me. That's, I've said, oh, we've seen. Listen, we're down to eight people to see saved before the end of the year's out. We've got eight, and we're in December. 
Same as this last day of November. Can we see eight people saved in the month of December? We'll have to care. We'll have to care. Are we begging God every time we pray for eight more people to be saved? Or we just, just that, we've done that so much we kind of forgot about it. It'll take determination. It'll take determination. I believe you are. It could be some of your family. It could be somebody here tonight. Somebody tonight could come and be gloriously saved. God been knocking on their door. They go to sleep. They're thinking about it. They wake up. They're thinking about it. Oh, if I die, I'm going to hell. God's beating on their door. A little ahead of my message, but that's... Sometimes we're too bold, confident in ourselves to care. Sometimes we're, we can get too old. We, the desire begins to wane and the determination. How do you know? I talked to... Hey, listen. There's a lot of people... That could be here tonight. They just, I'm going to give a flower while he's sitting here. It took a lot of determination for Randy to be at church tonight. But it took just as much for Newton Snow to be here tonight. Newton was determined. Jane telling him not to come. She felt bad. Jane felt bad. and wasn't, she, Nothing ugly against Jane. But Newton felt bad. You know why he's here? Because he cares. Because he cares. You care, you wouldn't be here. You care, I know you care. I'm just trying to warn somebody. Sometimes we can get too bold and sometimes we get too old. We don't have the desire or the determination to push through. Last. Now. You may not be real bold in your salvation tonight. You may not be too confident. We're to be of a humble spirit. Poor in spirit, Jesus said in the constitution to the kingdom. Poor. Blessed are they poor in spirit. And then you young people are thinking, what's he talking about being old? But you that's here and been saved for a long time, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like that husband and wife that's been married all them years and they just forget to tell each other they love one another. Say, well, she knows it. Tell her anyway. Well, he knows it. Tell him anyway. Make him feel like the king. He'll treat you like the queen. That's a little free marital advice right there. But here, I think here this, we can apply this to every Christian in the building tonight. Sometimes we're too cold to care. And the two things that have come on my heart today is this. Is, the, is number one, what makes us cold is we're comfortable. I'm just, I'm not begging God for trouble. I don't like trouble. I don't like chaos. But I'm going to tell you, when what grows faith? Need. Need. It's me again, Lord. You sung the right song. 
when the comfort zone, when you're out of that comfort zone and you ain't got nobody else to look to. Faith goes from down here to way up here then. When you're needing it, I'm telling you, it's easy to get warmed up when you get out of the comfort zone. I'm reading a book by Louis Giglio. And I, that Chris Rumfelt gave me. This, it's a great read. Goliath Must Fall. If you've not read that, I'd recommend it highly. Goliath Must Fall. This thing, you're going to get some messages out of this. And this is just a touch of it tonight. He's preached about being too comfortable. Said the men in the battle in the day when Goliath was in the valley. You know what? They was up there yelling at Goliath. Goliath's yelling back at them. And they run back to where they're more comfortable in the tent. Instead of going down into the valley to fight. I don't know about you. But I've been guilty of being a tent dweller. I'd rather be where they ain't. No hey look here. How many people in here be honest and say you like your bed better than any bed you ever laid in? How many people say you go to a motel and there ain't been a pillow made as good as the pillow you got? I carry mine with me, left a $50 pillow in Indiana one time and nearly cried like a baby. Pat put a big red pillow cover on it. Now when I take that bad boy, it's the only red thing in the room. Don't forget that. Revelation 3, when we come down to verse 14, and he's speaking to the Laodicea church. He said, you're not hot nor cold. He said, you're pitiful. I'll spew you out of my mouth. Hey, I'm telling you, you ain't got it. Man, here's what you say. I'm rich and increased with goods, and I don't have need of nothing. No, you're not that you're poor, wretched, miserable, naked, blind. You need a little salve. Put on your eyes so you can see what? Sometimes we get too comfortable and we get cold and when we get cold we don't care. Number one, sometimes we're too comfortable. But number two is we become complacent. And this is as good as it's going to be and we don't care. Amos 6 and 1 said, Woe to them that are ease in Zion. I told them in the prayer room tonight, I heard this statistic. 31% of Americans, young people old enough to be in the military, have confidence in the military. And they got more getting out than they got going in. That means that when they get down into the 20 percentile, they'll open the draft back up. And you'll be going into the military whether you want to or not. Because without an army, Mexico will come and take us or Canada or someone else. They'll just show up on your shore. Say, well, that can't ever happen in our lifetime. Go ask them. Ask the Ukrainians about it tonight. You know who this is a picture of? He looked on his right and he had nobody with him. 
They all forsook him and fled. It's a picture of Jesus. He's on every page, by the way. There never come a time when he didn't care. But he didn't have anybody that cared for him. Peter said it. Peter said it. But when the heat got on, Peter ran off. Now, he didn't later after he got full of the Holy Ghost. That's the difference in us and them that day. They're still under the law. We're not. We got the Spirit of God indwelling us. But whatever we do, don't get too bold, too old, or too cold to care. Care for the souls of people. And the evidence is this if we lift our voice toward God and cry out, that's what David done. That's what David done. Come to Pianjo. Come get song, Brad. You don't sing some. You want Marcus to get a song? Yeah, whatever you want to do. I'm glad that I had people in my life that cared for my soul. They prayed for me. They begged God on my behalf. My granny led better when I was backslid on God. Would break stuff so I'd go to her trailer and fix it. I'm sure she did. And before I left the old trailer, Ernie, sitting up there above Julian's, she'd say, Michael, she's one of the few in this world call me Michael. She'd say, Michael, I love you. And I'm praying for you. She cared for my soul. I'm glad people care. While we stand, whatever you want to do, Randall, it's up to your father. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.